are social media bots the first signs of Skynet's takeover? And we know the internet works via magic, but is it dark magic? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This Paranormal Life. Are you making this up? I am. Welcome back to This Paranormal Life. This is the podcast where every week we dissect a different paranormal tale, claim, or case and get to the bottom of whether it is true or whether it is false. Today you were joined by Don't and speak over <laughs> me i swear to god dude i am on the edge of my seat fist clenched do not push me over. i've had a really hard week dude really i've i don't what's, know if you can see on? this vein just in the top of my head but yeah, um it's really it's like pulsating i thought i mean it granted it burst <laughs> by lunchtime today but i stuck a couple plasters on i can it and see the hello kitty bandages right yeah, there yeah that, you should see industrial grade yeah uh hopefully it keeps for this episode i mean i would still go see a doctor i've got a pretty stressful episode for us so i don't know it's if not it the will. only vein i want the audience to know that it's not the only vein for the varicose vein <laughs> i'm a varicose human you look like a giant erect penis i thought i would take steroids to get <laughs> swole no one told me you have to cycle that shit. I've been on it for eight years. So you just took the steroids? You didn't do any of the I didn't exercise? work out. I didn't eat right. Wow, that is so bad. That would explain the anger, though. So today we're talking about all the things that piss me off about the paranormal. Anyway, back to the task at hand. Today you're joined by your two most angry paranormal investigators in the whole wide world. I'm actually pretty chill today. This is Rory bars over here <laughs> and this guy's kid greer how you doing today rory i'm doing great i've had a good day i'm mm-hmm. pretty chill i'm not taking any steroids <laughs> you can test my piss but that's gonna piss cold <laughs> not hot all right i don't take performance enhancing drugs all right i just take regular drugs the old-fashioned ones you know they didn't whenever keith richards and goddamn mick jagger got up on stage and rocked it at woodstock no one's called those performance dancing drugs you know what they call that cocaina they called it a good goddamn time this is me on trial for multiple substance abuse (laughs) after the tour de france this is you defending lance armstrong yeah Hand on Bible, or they haven't even asked you a question yet. Yeah, they're like, so, uh, how would you describe your relationship with uh, Lance Armstrong? I'm sorry, Jimi Hendrix smoked weed live on stage, and you guys aren't saying shit about that. Listen, we are getting seriously sidetracked here. Right. Um, the steroids are kicking in. I, I, I took a double dose today because I know we had a big podcast tonight. So, good idea. Uh, we'll just jump right in. Um, for the case today, I got to thank uh, Devin Maxwell for the case. This one came from the Paranormal Nation. They emailed this in. I apologize, uh, Devin. Apparently, we got their pronoun wrong. So uh, whenever we shouted them out before, I apologize for that. But this case is a doozy. Thanks for sending that in. As always, we're just going to dive right in. It's the late 1700s in the Russian Empire. And Catherine the Great, the reigning empress at that time, is sound asleep in bed. When a couple of her servants... the queen's got to sleep... <laughs> What? What? You're interrupting already. No, no, what, just, what is it? Just, finish, just finish the thought. Everyone sleeps. It's just a fun little thing to note. Like even the president has to shit. Isn't that just like a cool right. little thing to think about? Right. Yeah, they say, they do say that. Like, yeah, yeah. even like the Like LeBron queen's... James yeah. has to wipe his butt as well. Like we're all human. Even I, you know, have to brush my teeth. You know, Le- LeBron, the queen, me, leaders in our fields. Right, exactly. Know? Yeah. My fields? Fields. Specifically. Yeah. I'm a farmer. <laughs> A good one at it. I don't want to get bogged down, but it also doesn't look like you've brushed your teeth. Right. Well, that was a weird thing to, to sometimes, to, to focus like in once on. a month, maybe. Right. You know, just to like keep it fresh. Oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, I didn't use toothpaste the last time. So I guess the last time I used toothpaste was probably 2020, 2014, maybe. Maybe. Uh, most of the time I just rinse with, I've got a cool can of soda here. So I just rinse with that once every and a mashed two, up two, clove to, I two made. to four days. Yeah. The queen was asleep. Sorry, the empress was asleep. When a couple of her servants woke her up, they were confused. They said, oh, you're here, but we've just seen you walk into the throne room with our own eyes. What? What are you talking about? I've been asleep. I just woke up. This is mental what you're saying. Uh, She jumps out of bed and she joins them and goes into the throne room, escorted by her guards. When they reached the room... She cannot believe her own eyes. There she is, sitting calmly on the throne, looking right back at her. She, she composes herself and orders the guards, shoot this imposter. All at once, the guns crack and smoke billows out. And when it clears, the throne is empty. There's no one there. 
No one knows what happened that night. All that was left after the smoke cleared was the lifeless body of an old woman. <laughs> Her auntie. <laughs> How did they know which one to shoot? Which is the real one? We're, getting, I, we're having I guess, some prestige level trickery going on. It's here. very true. Yeah. I guess the one, <laughs> the guards didn't mind. They're just getting paid by the R, you know? Right. So it was like the first one that said shoot. They were, they just, that was good yeah. enough for them. The other one was actually halfway into saying <laughs> shoot, but uh, they don't care. They were closer to the other girls, so they just fired. They're like, I got a thing tonight. I want to clock off early. Let's just get this over with. Absolutely. And I can respect that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one knows what happens. Only that a couple of months later, Catherine the Great died suddenly of a stroke. That's right, folks. I have just one question for you. What do you know about doppelgangers? Wow. I, I assume this is what we're, the territory we're going to be adventuring into. This no, this week. is off record, actually. I'm gonna, oh, all right. We haven't started recording yet. I was wondering why you, you hit stop and said doppelgangers and then started again. Yeah, no, no, no. We've got a completely different podcast ahead. Uh, I actually don't know a lot. I mean, I know what they are. Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about the, the lore, the stories. Well, explain for the folks at home who... <laughs> I oh. didn't realize there was going to be a follow-up question. <laughs> You said you knew what a doppelganger was. Well, Doppel just, just like that's the one. Yeah, the just, doppelganger. Just have a, just have a, just have a like, just give a brief rundown of like yeah, in a sentence, snappy sentence, okay. what, what it would be. Really snappy. Stop me if I'm wrong. Right. But I, I believe will. the doppel, the doppelganger. Yeah. Was a limited release. Right. Double cheeseburger release. No. Completely okay. wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't a Burger King thing no. then. Start over. Okay. Start over. That yeah. was my one idea. I am fresh out, like Burger King were at the riots of 1983. So you thought that um, after after talking about a 17th century, um, yeah, I was wondering how that was gonna, Empress. I was wondering how you that was thought it was something in. to do with like a double cheeseburger. I, yeah, I didn't. I thought like maybe they killed her. They shot. <laughs> they shot a doppelganger in her throne. I really like. I was wondering how you were going to reel this one in because that was a little strange, little strange start to me. I was like, how's he going to get the Burger King from this one? Hmm. That's more venom. That's, that's Kit Greer for you, though. Throw but those curveballs. I didn't curve even tell you what it was in the beginning, so I just started with the story about Russia, and then you just, where did you get it yeah. from that it might be about burgers or burgers? The well, doppelganger. The limited uh, I did, edition I said burger that after that, the story. Right. You did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I guess I just had a hunch. So she's the empress married to the Burger King. Are you hungry? Where does the, yeah, I'm st I am starving. I'm really Thank glad you brought God it up. God, you asked. <laughs> <laughs> where do you want to go? McDonald's, please. I f***ing hate Burger King. <laughs> Could you imagine if we ended up going to Burger King for uh, to like order some food and there's like a guy behind the desk that looks just like me and I'm like, doppelganger. So you know what it means. So you knew the, you knew the whole time. Huh? If he's in a Burger King, sure. <laughs> he's like, what will it be, gentlemen? We'll take the do doppelburger extra gangers. <laughs> the, the, the doppel cheese ganger. <laughs> So for those who maybe don't know exactly what a doppelganger is, doppelganger in popular usage, I mean, the German translates to double goer, as in like double walker, someone you come across that looks exactly like you in every way. That is your doppelganger. Okay. Um, however, what we're talking about today is something more paranormal than just mere coincidence of two people that look alike. Sure, that's a genetic roll of the dice. Exactly. Doppelgangers that have here to come out of nowhere have mysterious intentions and fatal consequences although the story of catherine the great sounds totally unbelievable it is only one of many such stories throughout history also in the 1700s we now jump to germany where famous writer and statesman johann wolfgang von goth was taking a footpath by horse after leaving his friend frederica's house when ahead of him in the path a man on a horse was coming closer. Just like Catherine the Great, he couldn't believe his own eyes as he watched himself ride by, oh my God. except in different clothes. He thought about it for a while, but eventually he forgot. I guess you just, you're like, my eyes are playing tricks on me, kind of thing. If you're going down a street on the back of a horse, and as you look up, you make eye contact with yourself. Who and goes, he's grinning. And he goes, guten tag. <laughs> And he winks and licks his lips. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, that's not just a roll of the dice. That's strange. Uh, I don't know what I would do. I'd maybe try and fight myself. <laughs> just leap out of the horse and carriage? Yeah. Like not missing a beat? Yeah. Even if he looks remotely like me. Blonde hair, I'll take him. You're just like UFC style, just laying elbows into this guy's cranium. And like you're four or five deep before you realize that he really doesn't look that much like you. Nothing. Nothing Absolutely at all. Absolutely nothing like it. No. Um, it was an elderly man. 
he was dead by the time I jumped at him. <laughs> yeah, died the heart attack, actually, then the broken spine. So, you know, thought about it for a while, eventually forgot. Eight years later, he's riding to Frederica's house once again. He was just riding along daydreaming, looked ahead and couldn't be. He was riding the other way, wearing the same clothes that he had worn all those years ago. And today, wearing the same clothes he had seen the doppelganger wearing eight years ago. No! He had swapped places. Some Never kind meet of your looper. Time warp style. That's insane. I don't really have anything to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just another creepy example of a paranormal tale. What, so what would you do if you... If this happened to you, you're walking down the street and you bump into yourself. If I was going down the street on horseback or not, uh, and I saw myself, I mean, I guess like, I mean, I guess I would try like a pickup line. Um, I mean, you know what you maybe. like. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. So I would be like, um, uh, do you like fish restaurants? Will we, uh, how do you feel about getting out of this place and going to a, what? hitting a bar? Sorry, that would is you, your chat up line? I don't know. A nice fish restaurant. All right. uh, what if, all right, let me new, just, new try again, try again. Right, new hypothetical. Do you right? like museums? No, f Right, you meet a girl uh, at a bar. I okay. just want to know what your chat up line is, right? You meet a girl at a bar. But I can't, I'm not interested if it's like just not a random me. girl. <laughs> the uh, hypothetical was way more interesting. Okay, so all right, fine, fine. Just, so I, I, met, I meet me at a bar. You meet you okay. at a bar. So I, your chat I guess I would walk up. I might like, so let's see. You don't need um, to be stressed. You're getting really stressed. My vein is, I the, can I feel The vein it. is back. I can yeah. feel it. Do you like go-karting? No, fuck. Uh, no, no one likes that shit. Some people do. Don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, no, that was a weird okay. thing to be yeah, mad yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, fine. Um, how do you feel about like yeah. uh, politics or what? is that an okay? That was an all right one. To Maybe start not the most attractive <clears throat> one. To start with, you were sick in your mouth a little bit there. That's a I, big turn off. So what if she, what if your clone says, right. "Do you want to come home with me?" What like can you play that cool at least? I think it just pissed my pants. <laughs> I'll be honest with you right now. This is too much. Can we stop this role play? Well, if Johann Wolfgang von Goethe isn't a reliable enough source for you, not many know that Abraham Lincoln himself witnessed his own doppelganger. Wow. It's 1860. America. He was elected president in November that year. And one day he sat down in front of his mirror only to see two faces, two Abes looking back at him. Two hats? I think he was without the hat at this oh, moment. Wait, he could take that off? Yeah, I think I think he probably had some sort of like Star Wars esque cyborg, you know. That's what I assumed. It was, you, you took it. He took it off, and it was like Vader without the helmets. I think like we haven't got to that case on the podcast yet, but obviously we're going to cover Cyborg Abe. And, Please do. Yeah, and and the the bogus Civil War. Yeah, how that was a uh, Abe that, Borgham Lincoln, the most high tech racist Borg ever created. That actually malfunction and freed the slaves not a lot of people know the actual story of what happened yeah some like futuristic nazis sent him back in time and well just about did the last thing they thought he would uh yeah we'll get to that in another time but uh at this moment he didn't have his hat on but he's he sees two faces nonetheless they were both him but the second one was paler older and looked very very sickly he looked away quickly and looked back, but it was still there. In fact, this wasn't just his eyes playing tricks on him. He called over his wife, Mary, who was distraught. Apparently, she saw it as well? Yeah. Wow. Apparently, the Lincolns were somewhat open-minded about the paranormal and pretty superstitious. She knew that this was not good. She believed that what it meant was that he wasn't going to last two terms. I'm he sorry. Genius Mary thought... Him seeing another version of himself as an old dying man was a bad thing. Bearing in mind, he'd only been elected just like that month or the month previous. Um, <laughs> Talk about the deep end. Just like, here are the keys to the White House. Um, here's your presidential card for mm -hmm. scanning through. Here is awesome, a beautiful. stake and a crucifix just Whoa, in case okay. you need to kill yourself. Right. Why? Yeah. What? It'll make sense, Mr. President. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> just I thought you were one of my aides. shadows. <laughs> Who was that? Who It'll was, all make someone, sense soon. Someone close the gates. Get him. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Bring him back. 
It's like, why, why do I need any of this stuff? And it's like, oh, you'll understand soon, Mr. President. Walks out of the shadows. It's him very soon. <laughs> yeah, so she believed that the healthy Abe was first-term Abe and the sickly pale Abe was second-term Abe. Right. He may get that second term, but wouldn't last it. At what cost? It turned out she was right. Every now and then, Abe would sit down and try and catch his doppelganger again. The tale goes that he saw it once more, but never again after that. Maybe it had given its warning already. Immediate thoughts, positive or otherwise, about some of these cases. These very high-profile cases, by the way. The Empress of Russia, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, these are pretty notable figures um, to be having these experiences. It makes sense with the Abraham Lincoln one, because I guess the point was... If this did happen, the doppelganger was trying to show him the future or warn him about something. Yeah. I'm not necessarily sure what the dude on the horse was trying to show his himself eight years later. Yeah, certainly. Like, I haven't structured these examples um, too heavily. So whilst with Catherine, the, the empress, and with Abraham Lincoln, they met untimely deaths. With Johann, from what I can gather, nothing much happened to him, lived a long life. Um, so there's definitely the camp of some of these experiences are good amount of them seem to be, uh, omens, right. Dark forces. And then on the other hand, there's kind of this just weird paranormal, uh, entity, or it, it almost seems like a rip in the space time fabric or something, some weird scientific, yeah. uh, episode. Two very different conclusions or explanations. Mm-hmm. Well, the stories just go on and on, and we do start to see more of this theme developing. The doppelganger visits usually anticipate grave news, illness, or death. In one disturbing tale, uh, famous author Mary Shelley, her husband Percy Shelley, claimed several times in his life to have seen his doppelganger. This culminated in, in one day he, he saw his doppelganger walking by his beach house, I think it was in Italy, and he saw it outside, so he followed it down to the beach, and like on the water's edge, it pointed out to the ocean and then disappeared. Jesus. Months later, Percy died at sea while sailing. Oh my God, really? Very young man, I think he was 29. Again, in the early 1600s, Queen Elizabeth I, another extremely high-profile character, became very depressed after a number of her friends died. She struggled a lot around this time. Her <clears> doppelganger <throat> was taking the piss out of her constantly. <laughs> making mocking faces. And one night, as she entered her quarters, she saw herself lying on her bed, completely motionless. She looked dead, basically, pale, thin, and lifeless. I, I, I'm piecing the F out. I see my dead self on a bed. <laughs> I am going to Ibiza. I'm, I'm leaving the country. I'm getting I'm on a plane. I'm grabbing my Molly. <laughs> I am going on Skyscanner, booking the most expensive flight to Ibiza. Because you know where my doppelganger won't be? In a club he can't afford to get into. <laughs> and that is where I will be. I will sneak in the back if needs be. I will, be, I will party my ass because off to escape my demons. If, if I can barely afford a bottle of Cristal then all the funds are gone. There's none left for him. Exactly. He won't be, he won't be popping bottles, you know, to, to stunt on models in the VIP lounge. Exactly. Because I've spent all our cash. Yeah, good luck buying that Grey Goose go gobble git because I've bought it all. I've drunk it all. <laughs> and I actually feel pretty ill. Yeah, she saw her own doppelganger lying there pale and lifeless. She was extremely disturbed by this image and it certainly did not help her mental health. She died not long after this. And while experts do speculate about the cause of death, it remains a mystery because an autopsy was never allowed to be carried out. So we don't know if she died from goddamn cancer or if she died from a paranormal curse brought on by doppelgangers. What is a doppelganger going to do? They can't really do anything. I think what we're seeing in these and kind of what the like the lore of the 1700s when a lot of these cases were taking place was that the doppelganger was an omen maybe a bit like the banshee we've talked about in the podcast before the mothman as just, well exactly a harbinger of doom that turns up and shrieks in the night and tells you that something bad is gonna happen a terrible way to warn anyone of anything by the way I mean, I think there's a better way to get a message to someone than showing up as them right. in, a, in the middle of the night and just going, beware! And, oh, then, oh. and then disappearing into mist. Yeah. 
There is a we- leave him a note. Leave him a note and say don't go to Ibiza. Maybe it does seem like a kind of aliens trying to make an elaborate plan. How can we communicate with the humans? If whenever we visit them, they're too frightened, they're too bewildered, they just like run away. Maybe we need to pose as something familiar. Right, right, right. And someone's like, oh yeah, like uh like a relative. Uh, yeah, a relative. Yeah, Some someone's like, like, what about what's more familiar than themselves? Their own genomes. <laughs> Like, this is going to be fine. This is going to be fine. We need to talk to Steve. We'll make another Steve. The problem is, out of all people in the world, listen, I don't know what's going on inside your head. I don't know what's going on inside anyone's head. Good. I know what's going on. No one gets in this fortress, baby. Powers HQ's on lockdown. Fort Knox. You know how people wear tinfoil hats? Right. I have <laughs> tinfoil Magneto's helmet. <laughs> You're trying to say you're an X-Man? To match Magneto's cape, okay. Magneto's breastplate, Seeing a theme. Magneto's groin protector, Magneto's jockstrap. <laughs> I don't know what's going on inside anyone's head, but in my head, I know what's going on. I know I'm a f***ing idiot. Right. If I turn up, younger me turns up to warn present me, I'm not going to trust a thing he says. No, that guy's I know a he's dick. an idiot. He's yeah. made a bunch of mistakes in life. I like the idea of aliens trying to pick the most trustworthy person to pose as to deliver a message to the human race and they pick like uncle sam or something like that yeah they just think like a relative will do and it's like (laughs) aren't you that uncle that got arrested for shoplifting what no no i'm i'm uncle joe yeah creepy uncle joe oh crap (laughs) give me one second (laughs) beamed up (laughs) beam back down now i'm you this is this is weird (laughs) can you see why i wouldn't trust this you just hear from above the clouds Trust him! (laughs) (laughs) He looks pretty trustworthy to me! (laughs) I'm starting to think we should have just implanted the knowledge straight into his brain using telekinesis. That's what I'm saying! This seems like way better ways than this doppelganger mechanic. A phantom email. That's what I would do. (laughs) Remember we covered that in the vertical plane? Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, no one really believed it. Oh, yeah. Lastly is the case of Emily Segui a French teacher in Latvia in the 1800s. When she arrived at this particular school in Latvia to work, she was something of a mystery already. She had moved around a lot, a bit of a spotty CV. Reports of 19 jobs in 16 years. Known for being two places at once. (laughs) But they couldn't see why. She was incredibly professional, polite, honest, so they decided to give her a shot. Also, I don't imagine the, like, standard of school teaching was that high in, like... 1700s Latvia. I have no idea. Yeah. They probably just took what French speakers they could get. I think so. I mean, if someone has, what did you say, 19 jobs in two years? In 16 years. Okay, thank God. So it's like, (laughs) it's it's probably staying for like nine months at a time in each job. I mean, at that point, she would just fake a CV. I think, yeah. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Rory, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Like, run a bath, call a friend on the phone. Ooh, an extra hour. Mm. Probably plot revenge. What? Plot revenge against my enemies. Okay, sure, well... I'd start with Keith. Well, like Rory... Oh, just saying his name! (laughs) A lot of us wish we had more time. But if we had it, what would we use it for? In life, the best way to feel like we have time is to prioritise what's most important to us and make time for it. Therapy can be a great way of looking inward and setting those priorities. Hey, I've got a priority, brother. Priority mailing this bag of dog poop to Keith's front door. Honestly, prioritise literally anything else. Therapy can help you gain life skills, set boundaries and communicate better. Well, I would like to communicate some thoughts to Keith. If you're thinking about trying therapy, though, why not start with BetterHelp? 
It's all online, so it fits beautifully around your lifestyle. All you gotta do is fill out a questionnaire and kablam, they match you with a licensed therapist, which you can, of course, change at any time. You can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. Thanks, BetterHelp. Think so. Well, before long, they understood why. Just occasionally, her students would watch in horror as her doppelganger (laughs) appeared like a ghost right beside her in the classroom. Emily could see nothing, but everyone else was terrified. And it became more and more problematic. Soon the doppelganger would be performing tasks of its own. Emily is teaching the class at the front of the room, and the ghostly figure would wander off and start gardening in the back. The only sign of impact on Sagi was that she would become very physically drained after these paranormal incidents. And sometimes she would concede that she had been unconsciously thinking about the activities the doppelganger would perform. Oh, okay. So they would kind of go, you're like a ghostly apparition of you was outside tending to flowers. And she was, she was like, I I was kind of drifting off while I was, you know, riding on the board just now. So it seemed to be she had some kind of unconscious control over this thing. Right. Needless to say, the children were horrified and teachers started pulling kids out of this school pronto, meaning the school had no choice but to fire her. I feel like that's a real Hail Mary uh, on the, the, the student side of it. You know, if you're pulled into like a meeting with the teachers and it's like, like, this is the third time this week. Like, why, why haven't you handed in your assignments? It's like, well, to be honest with you, a ghostly apparition of our teacher is appearing and gardening the shit out of the bushes outside. It's distracting to say the least. And I think if 20 kids said that, I mean, that's a pretty good excuse to not do your homework. That's very true. It would be kind of like if you're at school and the whole class doesn't do very well in the uh, in the test and yeah. the teachers are like, why didn't you do very well? And it's like Ghosts. <laughs> you wrote that on a sheet of paper. <laughs> you're like, I don't but, even know if you're real. You're but, like slapping their, <laughs> their face. <laughs> as soon as they, you know, hit the stop clock to, to start the 60 minute timer for exam, Bigfoot walked in, <laughs> took every student's test one by one, chewed it up in front of them while staring them out. You know, because on, on this paranormal life, you know, we don't just give you advice about how to deal with the paranormal. We also give you advice on how to deal with obstacles in real life. And of one, of those, one of those obstacles is how to get out of doing your own work. Right. Because I, we both believe very firmly that institutionalized education is a lie. Yeah. It'll, you know, you walk into science class. Uh, Hello, my name is Mr. Johnson. Welcome to class one. Aliens aren't real. Mr. Johnson is a liar and a hack. Every, uh, let me just break this down for some of you sheeple. So most of us have gone through, what, 14 years of uh, of education? Me. 14 schools, more like. (laughs) I burned down every last one of them. They call me the Bunsen burner. (laughs) Ironically, I never sat down long enough to use a Bunsen burner. No. Let me break it down for you. Every one of your school teachers that you had was a CIA shill. Absolutely. Every single one. They're all pocketing. You think, you think Mr. Johnson, look outside. You see that car he was driving? He had a nice Audi or something. Yeah. yeah. You think the government is paying out cash for him to teach children? Hell to the no. No. Hell to the no. Where do you think he's getting that money from? Your he's PE getting, he's getting, teacher. He's getting, he's getting, the CIA is, th- <laughs> you know, they're going, listen, you, uh, you don't, you don't bring up, uh, you don't bring up UFOs. We'll, we'll send you a little kickback. Maybe a little to you. There's you know, and, he, and he's going, okay, this is like a nice little chunk of cash. Put that in the back pocket. Next day, NASA comes knocking. Hey, listen, we'd really appreciate it if you don't mention the round earth. And he's going, oh, how much are we talking? Another little chunk of change we'll in the back, back pocket. There. Suddenly, he's got a laundry list of shit he's keeping on the DL. His back pocket is getting fatter and fatter. Exactly. He's not even not telling you shit. He's telling you other shit. Exactly. Because he's getting paid to do it. The greys come a-knocking. Uh, hello? <laughs> the greys come a-knocking. <laughs> Blaster open the door. Hello, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> And he's like, five grand up front before we even talk. Tell them the greys all have six packs. 
<laughs> Hell, your PE teacher is legit. He's he's training agents during school hours. He's seeing which Isn't one of these disgusting. little bastards can do a somersault. And the ones that can, you're not going to see them for long. Because they're picked off, they're brought into private training schools, and the next time you see him is at the end of a barrel of a gun. Remember Steve? You remember Steve? He was always top of the class. I remember Steve. Top of the class. Good guy. You know, he was always, he was, he was throwing the javelin the farthest, high jumping the highest. Yeah. Steve, you know, he just kind of, you know, didn't they say he went to one of those fancy schools around, you know, 16 years old? Said he went to live on a farm. Let, let me just tell you right now. Steve has probably killed multiple world leaders at this point. He's backflipping through, like, imperial palaces in Asia. Absolutely. Weirdly still using the javelin. I think he's still wearing his, like, secondary school uniform That's at this point. That's how he gets in. He sneaks in the back door. He's 30 at this point. Absolutely. But he poses as a schoolboy. Yeah. We are so sidetracked. <laughs> Let's rein this puppy back in. So... I wanted to do something a little bit more practical, and, and I thought it would be cool to use a, a website, twinstrangers.com, to see if either of us, let me rephrase that, to see if you have an active <laughs> doppelganger out there in the world right now. Wow, this is kind of scary. Yeah, so I just took the liberty of like, uh, whenever you left for work this morning, um, I don't work. I obviously just like, you know, scrounge off oh. mostly um, we also don't believe in institutionalized employment. Right, exactly. Liars and hacks, all of them. We all know the Illuminati's running the world, and um, anyone who plays their game is a is a fraud. Absolutely. Um, all the higher-ups are MIBs, which I think uh, stands for uh, Morally Incompetent Bastard. And that is the end of it. So, sorry. Just, whew, you bring up stuff like that, and I get fired up. I know, dude. Get fired up. Steroids are good, right? Oh, they're really good. Yeah, give me another hit, please. Give me another hit. Oh, that's a good one. That's, right where, in the that's ass where the cheek. biggest veins are, though. It's great. It goes really right good. in there. Wow. And this was for boxing? What was this one for? It makes your eyesight 30-30. I can see it now. I can see air. <laughs> I can see the face of God. <laughs> yeah, so when you left for work this morning, I just like got your like national insurance number, driving license. Um, that's cool. Pictures, um, all of that stuff. I'm okay with that. Um and I just uploaded it to this um, like North Korean website that that um, doesn't matter if it's North Korean, but they just match your face up with, they seem with strangers around the world. So That's cool. if you need, any, I actually have um, I keep these in my briefcase at all the time. I have a case of piss jars. Whoa, really? Holy every crap. year from zero to now. Really, your yeah. parents? Whenever you were like two years old, they were taking piss samples. I insisted. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Just for th something like this, if you this were ever speaking came up. English. Yeah. From like two months. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like it was like nature instilled in my brain. I was really? peeing in mugs at zero, and they right. thought maybe we'll hang out of that pee. Mm. Good parents, good parents. Wow, they died. Yeah, yeah, or said they did. Then I found them. There's a lot to unpack in that. <laughs> I found them years later. Really? Hiding? Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird day for me. But Hi hiding. I, but it was fine. I picked up my piss canisters, and it was like I never left. Did they leave to get away from, you know, something drastic, something They said it was top secret. That's why they had to fake their deaths. They said it was top secret. I can't know about it, but take the piss and leave. Those were the last words I've actually heard from them. Take really? the piss and leave. Right. And here we are today. But y your brother actually went with them. It was, it was only you that got left, I understand? Only me. I was not involved in the top secret uh, mission that they were put onto. Right. Um, I don't ask questions, brother. That's not for me. That's good. I do what they say. I took the piss and I left. Here we are, seven years later. Happy family. So the piss, do you want it? Or are you good? <clears throat> I think I'm good. All right, I'm going to pack this bad boy up. Okay. Because it is getting warm. <laughs> okay. It, it kind of seems to off gas a little. It's like fuming a little Way bit. Way loads. I actually, like, those are like colanders. They're not even actual tubes. So you have to be kept upright, which it seems to be lying sideways. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Bit, oh, of, a, bit of a stain. Yeah, a little bit of a. How did you, have you made it to this oh. age with never. <laughs> Never spilling them. There's so much pit, and it's all the years now combined. And I think people at home are probably imagining like maybe 20 or 30 mils per sample. We're actually talking like a good half liter this every is a year. This is a lot. It's almost all the piss that you pissed that year. <laughs> it's we'll have to. That's a later. That's a later thing to deal with. Now okay. let's do the. Let's do the. What okay, was this? Fine. Like a piss test or something. So, no. What? Definitely okay. not. Okay. So. The website did come back with one match for you. Um, You've done it already? Yes, I've I, taken the liberty, as I said, of 
giving your information to the North Koreans in okay. return for this piece of evidence. I don't know if this is uh, a, a paranormal doppelganger, but I, I uploaded this photo of you. Uh, Accurate. <laughs> I mean, it's a photo of you. so Very accurate, I guess, then. Right. Uh, and it, it said this was an 81% match. 81. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rory's face has gone white. <laughs> but am I the real Rory? You begin to wonder. <laughs> I, I would agree that that is an 81% match. I thought it was weirdly bang on when it said 81%. Yeah. I, I was expecting, like, you've seen those Facebook face matching things. They're always garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, this but, is what celebrity you look like. But the North Koreans, they've got some high-tech shit here. They have it down. I mean, it is a, it is, I mean, we could put this in the research notes. I think we will. For this week's episode. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a guy with blonde hair, kind of swept to the side a bit, a little messier than mine. I don't, I think maybe he's got my eyes. Yeah. He definitely has a few of your features. I'd say so. If, like, movie style, like, stand-in in a movie style, if, if they styled him to, like, wear all the same clothes as you, hair the exact same way, yeah, all of that. Good luck. That could be... <laughs> There's R's go into this every oh, morning. Oh, yeah. I don't walk out of bed like this. I'm sculpted like a god. The chances of you having a genetic doppelganger that has also signed up to twinstrangers.com are statistically very low. So it's almost kind of impressive that we find anyone who looks like you. It I definitely so, yeah. points to the fact that there probably is someone out there that looks very, very much like you. Crazy. Definitely not paranormal. So we're left with only one other option to explore. And here I have this uh, <clears throat> huge electrical generator oh my god so i'm just gonna set this up on the table here and why uh, look i i don't know much about science or electricity for that matter don't have the generator or doppelgangers but i have seen the prestige and i know that if i run enough voltage through you we will create a doppelganger right here in the studio so if complete 180 i am on board I love the prestige. I think this could happen. So if you could just hold uh, this in this hand. I can do that, Bowie, sir. And this in this one. And then if you just put this in between your teeth. What is if this? You, if you want to keep your teeth, you better bite down on okay. that. Yeah. So, and then I'm just going to plug this. This is this. really uncomfortable. I, I'm going to actually, this thing is actually, this thing's pretty badass. I actually have to take up four uh, sockets in the wall here. So. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to crank it up here. So. All right, here you go. Singeing a little bit, but we've got to keep going. All right. It takes about 20 seconds, right. uh, judging by the prestige. I, is this, look, how long is it in? Don't mind the nosebleed, don't mind, it's very much natural, very much natural. I'm okay. out. And... Ooh. 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 Oh. 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 Yes, yes, kids. Oh. I know I what you're thinking. thinking. Who's, Who's the, the real Rory? Rory? Didn't think, think that, that would, would go, go so well, well did you? Why, why do you know? Why did you know what was gonna happen? <laughs> I, I have to make a split second decision. Uh, Choose wisely. Uh, what would Rory? What would the real Rory know that the doppelganger Rory wouldn't know? Pick me. It's me. I'm the real Rory. Ask me the question. I know it. I know it. Anything about you? Honestly, um, dude. What's What's my birthday? What's my birthday, dude? You You know. You know. You chose wisely, Kit. I'm left with a doppelganger that's completely naked. <laughs> Smoke just all Terminator over Terminator style. I'm, I'm glad, glad you made the, the right choice. choice. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank God, real Rory. <laughs> Good to have you back. Now that we've got rid of um, of duplicate Rory, uh, we yeah. can just crack on with the rest of the podcast. Sounds good. Some scientific basis for what's happening in these stories may be in this report published by Nature Journal of Science in 2006. They find that when they stimulated different regions of an epileptic person's brain to try and understand epilepsy triggers, they accidentally caused a woman to think that she was being watched by a shadowy figure. Not only that, but the figure was mimicking all of her movements. When she kneeled down on the ground and held her knees, she felt this 
shadowy creature's arms wrap around her. She felt Ooh. very, very disturbed and she was freaked out by it. But by talking to the scientist, she knew it wasn't really happening. But she still had to look around the room to make sure nothing was there. That's trippy. The researchers thought this could be evidence for why schizophrenics have imaginary visions. But on the flip side, could they have also flipped the switch in her brain that allowed her to see paranormal entities? Ah, I like this. I like this a lot. We don't know. It's chicken and the egg. Exactly. How did the scientists know that that wasn't a real shadow beast? It's true. It's like the, the thing you always see with ghosts. It's like, maybe the reason that you don't see ghosts is because you don't believe in ghosts. It's true. And the second you believe in the paranormal, uh-oh, there it is, socking you in the jaw and taking your wallet. That's right. Certainly, some paranormal investigators have put forward the idea that this could be some kind of time phase shift or alternate dimension jump. We do know that there are in all likelihood many other dimensions and perhaps even infinite alternative universes, but do we have any evidence that it's actually possible to traverse these in any way? Some scientists do simply chalk this up to hallucinations that we know are caused simply by a lack of sleep and right. stress. Right. Maybe that's why it's happening to such famous leaders like we've mentioned. They're stressed AF. That makes sense. We've gone through some high-profile cases, some obviously very trustworthy figures. Honest Abe is yeah. one of them. That's um, literally his nickname. Yeah, that was good throwing him in there. I mean, there's only so much evidence we can provide for these anecdotal things. I mean, it's definitely weird that it all happened kind of in the 1700s and 1800s. I can't really find as many modern examples. But just right off the bat... What do you make of this case? Uh, I think it's a cool idea. I think it ties into a, some of the ideas we've talked about previously on this podcast. Like I mentioned, the Mothman showing yeah. up as a Mothbird man trying to warn people that bridges are going to collapse, right. that nuclear factories are going to explode. Very true. We're seeing something similar here, but obviously this is taking uh, taking the appearance of more of ghostly figures and apparitions. Yeah. It is tough, as you said. This isn't exactly something that we can get a photo of. Yes. Um, because in some cases, it's kind of hit or miss whether even other people can see it. Yeah. Well, you said the teacher couldn't even see her own doppelganger. Yeah. Which is, that doesn't make anything easier. No. And uh, to be, you know, a naysayer, we also did just do a spontaneous doppelganger test where we hit an 81% match on a very, very select group of people who have signed up to that doppelganger test site. When you're thinking about the billions of people in the world, statistically, yes, there is probably someone out there that looks a lot like you. Yes. But they're probably not a ghost. Right. So you could kind of get into the weeds of, is it more likely that statistically, do these people have estranged identical twins? Right. Or this is a ghostly apparition? Both are extremely unlikely, but which is more likely? I think that that it's not just for nothing. It does seem to be that these incidences preclude some sort of horrible event. But we definitely do have to reckon with the fact that many of these people were stressed, overworked, maybe even mentally ill. Yeah. And these are symptoms that we do know are symptoms of um, underslept people, people with uh, schizophrenia, um, syphilis, uh, you know, old diseases that people would have got back in the day. Also, a lot of these visions were, you know, seen late at night in passing glances. Mm -hmm. This was not face-to-face high-fiving your own reflection. Right. And then a lot of the times. We've got a kind of messy picture here of a couple of different types of doppelganger apparition, but we do as on every podcast, have to come down on a conclusion as to whether it is truly paranormal or not. Right, right, right. In the case that I've presented of doppelgangers, mm -hmm. is this a yes or a no from you? It's going to be a no from me, but, but it's, it's going, going to be, be a, a yes, yes from, from other Rory. Rory. <laughs> <laughs> I kill you both. <laughs> so just one yes this week. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's a no from me, unfortunately. I think that's more or less fair. I don't think we have enough evidence to say that this is paranormal. Um, I myself have had lack of sleep-induced hallucinations, and I think it's possible that I could have seen my own self. Right, but not paranormal. Not paranormal. Unfortunately not. Wow, well, it was a doozy, and um, thanks so much, Devin, for sending that one in. You'll find it was a twosie. Oh! As the doubles were ganged. 
I, we've honestly been recording for a while. I could really go for a double cheese ganger. I'm so glad you said it, dude. I am famished. I'm ready to go. I could eat two people's worth of food. Oh! <laughs> that just about wraps it up for this podcast. If you have any of your own doppelganger incidents to send to us, please send them to thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can get us on the socials. That's twitter.com forward slash this para life facebook.com forward slash this paranormal life and of course there's the secret society where you know there's many many hundreds of people in there there may be a bunch of doppelgangers so i don't know if those numbers are, are we accurate know. we really do, really don't know we don't know how many of them are yetis or cryptids of any kind so absolutely um, we'll have to do a census someday but that's a good place to hang out and see some paranormal memes about the show hang out with people who also listen to the podcast absolutely we also have a Patreon. This is the best way to support the show. We don't run ads. Uh, the only way that we um, are supported for doing this show is through Patreon. And the great news is that if you support us on there, you actually get something for, for your support. Uh, a little, from little bang for your buck, as they say. A little CIA kickback. For <laughs> two bucks a month, you can get access to the show notes. For example, here with this episode, I'm going to upload, uh, let's say, the doppelganger that we found of rory absolutely as well as uh, you know just the case notes to do with researching all about doppelgangers jpegs of every single one of my piss yars from one to 26 they will be there yeah that's right uh from five bucks you can get into i actually never cleaned that up i'm so sorry i just realized yeah sorry you do the, the patreon thing okay i just realized there's piss everywhere okay like no, that's, it's that's, in my that's, socks that's fine I'll, I'll just wrap it up okay please, that's right yeah. okay yeah, Hoover. Hoover's not the thing. All right. Hoover's not. It made okay. It worse. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it, well, if you got it on reverse, of course it did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dustpan and no dustpan <laughs> isn't going to do it either. All right. Anyway, so from five bucks, you can get access to bonus episodes and upwards of that, we've got merchandise and different things. Maybe even piss jars if you keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> Everyone that supports us on Patreon, we shout out right here on the podcast, and we are uh, due to shout out some more of our beautiful patrons right now on the podcast. Let's go. Thank you to Barnabas Abraham. Forget Abra Turkey. We got Abraham, the man with the plan, and he's donating to the Patreon. Thank you so much for your donation, Barnabas. Thank you too. Matt Stanton. Matt Stanton. Matt Sitton. Whatever way Matt is supporting us, whatever way he chooses to, to organize himself, thank you so much for the support, Matt. Thank Couldn't you, do it without your brother. Thank you, too. Maximilian Milkins. We've enjoyed Milken. You're Maximilian. <laughs> That's right. Uh, thank you so much for donating to the Patreon. By doing so, you have given us your credit card info, PayPal info, and we have milkened you dry, Max. Uh... Thank you for your support, uh, to which you don't even know you've gone this far. So, thank you, Max. It's you might want to check your credit card statement. There may be some interesting payments going to the Ascension Islands sometime soon. Oh, yeah. And if you can't buy a trampoline for your kids, don't worry, Max, because uh, your checks will bounce. <laughs> thank you, too. Helen Coulson. You're one cool son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you for contributing to the This Paranormal Life Patreon, where every single penny of your support is greatly appreciated. Thank you, too. Juan Lorea. Juan, bam, thank you, ma'am. That's another coin in the bucket of the Paranormal Pals. Nice, Thank dude. you so much, Juan, for that kind support. That was a good one. Thank you, too, Christopher Oval. Oval! I didn't expect a donation from you, Christopher, you stingy bastard. <laughs> thank you, thank you uh, for your support. We, we appreciate it immensely. Thank you, too, Sarah. Sarah. Nice, short, simple. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Sarah. How would you like to go into business together? Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. I'm talking about getting Sarah.com. That's right. Raising some venture capital to start up a business with your cool name. Exactly. Let's do it. We will need a small uh, right. launching right. Uh, of grant from you, Sarah, directly. But as you remember, the Patreon, I know that you were just chucking money anywhere, I guess. So thank you so much for your support. We will need more. But thank you for what you've given. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you at the business meeting. Yeah, let, let's grab lunch one of these days. Uh, how about a nice place in Midtown? You're buying. See you there. <laughs> You're buying. I'm eating. <laughs> Thank you to Joseph Bramlett. 
Joseph Bram is lit. This is legit one of the coolest guys I know. And the fact that we have his support financially, spiritually, romantically, I am just over the moon. Really mostly excited about this spiritually one. I've just been in a bit of a, a funk, you rut, know. Rut, as yeah, they say. A rut, uh, yeah, spiritually. Just, you know, kind of spiritually bankrupt for most of my life. Yeah. You're going with the god of fire these days, I saw. Right. You're doing a lot of stuff for him. Yeah, I got these tattoos. I don't know if I'll keep them. I mean... That's not a tattoo, that's fire. You're yeah. on fire. Right. This isn't a you tattoo? Seem okay. <laughs> no, no. It's spreading. Shit. Yeah. Put it out. Am I supposed to feel it? <laughs> I'm gonna have to get LASIK or some shit to get rid of this. Thank you too, Monster Cereal. I feel like we'll be investigating you at some point, Monster Cereal. Investigating or investing, because you're either dangerous or delicious. <laughs> dangerous or delicious, and maybe something that Sarah should hear about. Because while we can't offer money, Sarah has the capital, but luckily we have the rapidal. Yo, give me your feet. Give me your beat, give me, give me your beat, the monster cereal. What rhymes? Nothing rhymes with cereal. All right, we're gonna have to, get, we're gonna have to get back to you for that one. I don't know if we have the rapital. Not <laughs> I don't think we have the rapital. Turns out Sarah's actually a pretty sweet beatboxer, so she probably has She's the rapital and the capital, so it's okay. Okay. Thank you too, Stefan Duchesne. Stefan is stepping up the game. That is right. He has joined the elite group of members of the This Paranormal Life Patreon, who, you know, we work like Disneyland. You contribute to the, the Patreon, and you got a fast pass right to the Paranormal Commune. You're going to be going, oh, bye, guys. You didn't support the Patreon? That's cool. That's cool. I'll see you on the inside in, God knows, five years, because the waiting line is packed out for this bad boy. It's true. It's very much like, you know, the, the ancient Catholic practice of indulgences, you know, where you, you, you just you throw us a little kickback and you get straight into paradise. Right. And look where it got the Catholic Church. Pretty goddamn far. Numero uno. They, they started a commune, a little commune called the Vatican. Ever <laughs> heard of it? So now we need a Michelangelo out there in the paranormal nation to be the chief artist of the paranormal commune. So hit us up. Exactly. And for just 10K a month on Patreon, that can be your title. <laughs> <laughs> we are handing out a lot of lordships, a lot of ladyships, a lot of knighthoods over here at the Paranormal Commune. So, you know, just DM us and we'll throw you a figure. Absolutely. Thank you. Lastly, but not leastly, to Mr. Patrick Dam. Damn, Patrick. Back at it again with the Patreon donations. Thank you so much for your contribution. And thank you for throwing a couple coins in the bucket of the paranormal peasants. We don't have much, but we do have this podcast. And with your support, we can keep bringing it to you every Tuesday, which is what we love to do. Thank you so much to everyone we've shouted out so far in the podcast. To everyone else who has not had their name shouted out, that is because your shout out is coming. It is. Uh, everyone's getting razzed just as hard as the last guy. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We will be back next week with yet another paranormal tale for you guys. Remember to live, live fast, fast investigate. Oh, shit. I always forget that one. And it's pretty damn important. It's a kind of Freudian slip of yours. You're just like I just want to live straight fast. to, the, yeah, the, to dying. the dying thing. Yeah. So live, live fast, fast, investigate, and die, die young. young. See you next week. Bye-bye. Join Tom, Ben, and Dan as they dive into the horror of the real world, unearthing terrifying stories that will make you sick to your stomach. Um, all right, mate, calm down. We're just a few guys talking about some disturbing cases. Well, we don't want to scare anyone off, but we have covered Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, Jimmy Savile, for a sec and then we've also done a bunch of mysteries and conspiracies like John Bonet Ramsey and Area 51. Oof, I could murder a podcast right about now. Check us out at I Could Murder a Podcast. <laughs> All right, mate, get out.